0: What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we are joined by a special guest this week. We are joined by Ben from the Angry Dad
1: Podcast. Ben, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm the angry motherfucking dad, and, uh, you know, I'm just a badass motherfucker that likes to talk. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the episode's already been marked as explicit in the first 10 seconds. I think that's, that's a new record for us. <laughs> no, it dude, I love it. Makes, I, love it. My mom. I love it. I love it. No, that's all. it's a new record for us. I love it. Um, so me and Caleb are two aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, we only have one item to talk to you about in 4K Spotlight, Um, It's DJ's favorite movie of 2021, no matter (laughs) what he said in the last episode that he was on. We all know it was. (laughs) Um, And then uh, after that, we don't have anything for Through the Wall, so we'll be jumping into our headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of the 1990 version of Total Recall, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Freaking
2: hell yes. Yeah. So what do you guys say we get started? I say let's do it.
1: Jump into it.
2: Uh Funny enough, I
1: actually think it's your promo's turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's, fun. That's funny. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal, kick-in-the-ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. (laughs) I'm not sure if you've listened to the other ones. I heard it last week, and I was like, (laughs) oh, okay, <laughs> I, I okay.
2: Like I said, I told DJ I u- I fix it afterwards, <laughs> but he told me not to. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah, can no, blame no, him. It was
1: hilarious. I was laughing the whole time.
2: <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for
1: DJ, I wouldn't have known of you guys.
2: <laughs> oh well, we freaking love DJ. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's awesome fucking awesome hilarious.
3: <laughs>
0: uh all right so what the hell okay sorry my pen got stuck on my shirt um anyway so <laughs> with 4k spotlight uh the only movie coming out at least like big title is the matrix resurrections which like i said this was dj's favorite movie of 2021 no matter what he says <laughs> so this so everything he wanted it to be in
1: more it was the perfect fourth film well, he can't keep moving it in his fucking in his in his algorithm there because he keeps jumping back and forth. It's so true.
0: <laughs> yeah, doesn't
1: he keep switching between three and four? Exactly, and I'm like, no, you just got to keep it within the fold. The yeah. first, the first rating is the only rating.
2: Yeah, that's why we got yeah. him on freaking lock with with our episode. He he gave, <laughs> I what he, he didn't he give it a hundred as his personal
0: score? Yes, he did. Yeah, hundreds <laughs> across the board. <laughs> Freaking DJ! <laughs> Look, I'm. Just, you know what? I get how you know you you can love a movie like that. You know, Matrix is your life, but like even I wouldn't give Ghostbusters a hundred all around.
1: I'm just saying. Well, sometimes you just can't. You know what I'm saying? But the thing yeah. is, it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, it was a super solid movie it was i mean both ghostbusters and and matrix
1: yeah well you know getting hit back to back and you know what's the crazy part is i still haven't had a chance to watch the matrix 4 yet because you know i got so much crazy stuff piling on me like almost all my movie watching has been on pause oh that sounds. oh
0: oh, yeah now you know
1: sometimes you know when you when you when you're When you're producing and working and just constantly doing shit, it's like all of a sudden, you know, I never respected computer work ever, ever respected it until I had to actually do it. Now I'm like, fuck, why am I tired? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Dude, it's, it it can get challenging. Like, I mean, health, like I get freaking worn out anytime I have like a really difficult episode art to create. And now that I started animating it, like just giving myself more work to do. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I mean but thumbnails so good, are That's what I hate making the most.
2: Yeah, they they can whoop your ass if if you let them get too crazy, like I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, I'm 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 a fucking moron and computer illiterate, so I'm literally teaching myself how to do all these graphic things, and I'm like. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know how I'm figuring it the fuck out, but I'm figuring it the fuck out.
2: Yeah, YouTube is my best friend when it comes to shit like that.
1: <laughs> I'm not even using YouTube. I'm literally trial and erroring it every fucking time.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that must be That's even more difficult.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, I'd be throwing a computer through a window if I had to do that. Oh, uh, Trust me. <laughs> you don't you know how many times I got to. I slam my hands on the table and then I walk away. I'm like uh and then i'm like okay okay and then especially when you get fucking like you know uh fucking internet drop where you're like why is it taking this long to fucking upload
2: (laughs) oh my gosh dude that is the worst like i i have um like i can't sit down on my computer and wait for shit to upload so i have uh like a, a mirror thing set up on my phone so I can just like watch it and then like <laughs> keep checking my phone all day and see when it like uploaded when my internet's acting all shitty. Like yeah. It, it, I, I swear this, this is definitely because we love the game.
1: <laughs> oh, and it definitely is because you know, I, I built in a second router in my computer setup just to have a hardline feed to do just my shit, because if anyone else jumps on my fucking internet, all of a sudden everything you do drags.
2: Oh yeah, I know all about that. My- yeah, <laughs> I have a a, a long ass Ethernet cable going from like my couch all the way to my computer in
1: here. <laughs> oh, damn, wow. uh, uh, I got. I ended up getting that Cat Seven to fucking be like, nope, <laughs> no fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, Matrix.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, Matrix. <laughs> well, Matrix, yeah. Um so there there's a shit ton of releases for this movie, but there's only one exclusive. Shocker, it's the best by steelbook. Um and honestly, I don't know, it's kind of a boring steelbook. It just says The Matrix Resurrections and then it has like the wording coming down and like the green print. I don't know why it's kind of boring to me. Uh,
1: don't it's judge those people. <laughs> it's been done before. It's been I had a done. Feeling before. Caleb
0: was gonna fight me on that shit.
1: I know. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> you basically just buy the Animatrix DVD set. <laughs> See, Ben gets it. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, let me tell you right now, Matrix when it first hit, that was my shit. And then fucking you know, following all the way through. I, like I said, I haven't seen the fourth, but. It, you know the the build up and the and the rollout for it was fucking. I thought it was smooth. Yeah,
2: if you want like genuine thoughts on the movie, you have to listen to to our
0: episode because DJ oh, DJ g- gives you the the real bits about it. Even though he gives it a hundred across the board, he still does give some criticism. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so besides that 4K Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, they're releasing just the regular Blu-ray and the regular 4K, and then they're releasing a uh, 4-pack on both uh, 4K and Blu-ray. I love how the, um, I don't know if the Blu-ray pack is called this. I don't think it is. Where the hell is it? No, it's not. Wait, what? Wait, Maybe there is another exclusive. Oh, sorry. I lied. There is one more exclusive. There is a Target exclusive um, that is just a regular, so it's not 4K. It's just Blu-ray, and it's literally the same lettering coming down, but this time it has the red pill and the blue pill on the cover as well.
1: All right. That's legit. Um, yeah, right? Now, why
0: couldn't that be on the Steelbook? I would prefer
1: And that should have but... been the Steelbook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to fucking buy a Steelbook, you got to buy the fancy shit.
0: Right. Especially considering, you know, you're spending 35 bucks.
1: Yeah. some expensive you know, and he, shit. And this comes from somebody who no longer buys DVDs. Everything's digital copy now because I've had walls of DVDs and got to the point where I got to haul this shit everywhere I fucking go. Every fucking <laughs> time.
0: I feel that pain. It sucks.
1: It's a struggle. It's worth it. It,
0: opinion, it, it
1: is worth it. it. But at the same time, that's why I was like, I'm just buying digital from now on, because it's just so much more fucking convenient.
2: Dude, it is it is the best. Like, hell, for this movie, I freaking uploaded it onto my VR headset and watched it in big screen, so it was like I was watching it in the movie theater. And it was just, like, so much better <laughs> than yeah. watching it like normal.
1: Well, like I, said, I got a 75 surround sound led transition light setup in my house with a premium bow setup because that's how i take my movies my anime and my sports so it's like that fucking home theater setup you know i got an oculus tube but i I never use it
0: ah that's how i that's what i'm getting to right now i only use it when caleb and i do it Yeah, dude, I'm trying to
2: convince Vic and DJ to get one so we can all have like a, a big ass bros
1: movie night. <laughs> well, D- DJ needs to just hurry up and get on it because, you know, he's the uh, the, uh, the official third host of this show.
0: Yeah, that's true. You didn't hear that, Vic. We love you. Well, Vic's technically <laughs> well, the official it, third too.
2: Yeah, there's
1: no problem. <laughs> Find a picture of me and then ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I said it for you, DJ. So don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I will say that 4K or physical format still has over digital is that it has actually been physically proven that no matter how good of internet you have or how well your like download speed is, yada yada yada, the audio and picture quality you get on a 4K disc is still a slight uh, notch above. Just watching it on a 4K
1: digital copy. Yeah, but that's only if you're not running an optical sensor for audio. Um, like you know, like like okay, people true. who can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you run an optical sensor, the, the the audio quality is just that much more crisper and cleaner instead of just doing like a. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Fair
1: enough. <laughs> um. I'm just saying, bro. I, you know, I didn't. No, use you got point. TV. My shit is fucking. No, you total. got a point there.
0: No, damn. Yeah, you got a point there. Well, you know what? I, I, you know what? I'm gonna go complain to a flick pick on YouTube because <laughs> he didn't give me enough information to argue this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at
2: that point with a toddler that I can. I'll just watch a movie, however the hell I can. <laughs> See? Yeah, cause then, you know he gets them all
0: for free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All my <roles>. Sorry, Caleb.
0: <laughs> okay, that's the last time I call you out for that. Last time.
2: <laughs> that's bullshit and you know it. Yeah, yeah, I know it is.
0: <laughs> um, but so anyway, uh yeah, so that's target exclusive if you guys want it. Um and then so I lied. They're not do it doesn't look like they're doing a four pack on Blu-ray, but they are doing a four pack on four four K, and they're calling it. What are they calling it? The Matrix four film deja vu set.
1: They should have called it the four pack glitch. That's what they should have called it.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, that would have been really cool, actually.
1: Okay, what the hell? You know, Where's the marketing to these people? This should have been thought. You know what I'm mean? saying?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they missed out. They, like anytime we get like something like. Like that, where it's like, where a missed opportunity, like it just makes you think, like, what the hell are is the marketing team doing? Like, did they even
1: think of that? Yeah. Some people just drop the fucking ball, man. I swear to God.
2: Warner Brothers,
1: more than more than not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know they do DC, so that's why they drop so fucking much. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: shots
0: fired!
2: Dude, the the only great. thing that they're able to do good with DC is I'll say their shows are pretty good. Not that's it. CWs are an okay. Animation. Yeah, why can't they get exactly. the
1: animator to write movies?
2: Yeah, just make the the animated movies live action.
1: That's all you have it, to freaking do. Story for story, you don't you don't even got to change the fucking lines. You can literally take any DC animation and convert that into... Could you imagine if they took Batman the animated series and then just made that an ongoing fucking movie per fucking episode? Guess the fuck what? Millions upon millions (laughs) of fucking dollars. Mark Hamill fucking voicing the Joker all the fucking time.
0: Dude, that would be freaking epic. Dude, what I freaking love is um, with the Batman coming out, Everyone else is like giving their um, estimations of what it's going to open at. Warner Brothers hasn't said shit. They're just like, you know what? It opens what it opens at.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, hoping they're... for a
0: hundred million. I don't know if it'll no, they're definitely.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. The Batmobile throws me off. The, the costume throws me off. But it's just like. Will he be able to have the chops to fucking hold up to, you know, Michael Keaton fucking, you know, or is he going to be, is, is, is he going to be a better Bruce Wayne or is he going to be a better Batman? You know what I'm saying? Because you never get the combination of the two.
0: As long as yeah. he's as good as Ben Affleck, then I'm okay.
1: Like I thought Ben Affleck, play, he should have been playing uh, Thomas Wayne Batman. That's what he should have been playing because he's had that, that thickness. You know, you know what? That's a good point. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That the attitude, really cool. the killing, the guns, you know what I'm saying? That's all Thomas yeah. Wayne right there. That's what it that that's the spin-off Ben Affleck should have been playing. Yeah, but oh, I want the I want the spin-off off of
2: that one where it's the like with the canon that they set in place, like if if Ben Affleck is going to be playing Bruce Wayne, I want Jeffrey Dean Morgan to be playing Thomas Wayne Batman. That would just... I freaking love Jeffrey
1: Dean Morgan. <laughs> it would be good. Like oh, I said, there's just so much riding on this Batman, though. And the plus, man. you know, the only promotional food item coming out for this movie was a fucking pizza from Little Caesars. And there's no <laughs> cups, there's no merchandise, but a pizza that's, that's folded in on the sides. That's it? I don't know. That's it. That's the only promotional that came out. And they didn't even come out when Batman came out. It came out months earlier, and it's not even relevant anymore. Ah. You know, when you do these movies, it should have the promotional deals. Remember, either McDonald's, Burger King, or whatever fast food restaurant. Promote the fuck out of it before, like, months before the movie comes out. So you get all the merchandise, and then, and then, you see the movie. And all we got was a Little Caesars pizza.
0: Well, I know yeah. McDonald's strictly does Disney now. That that's all that they yeah. will endorse. But um, well, that's, but that's not true. Everything. They they have Teen Titans Go a lot, like all the time. Well, I mean, like, movie-wise. Oh, like mo- oh, yeah, okay. movie wise. Oh, oh, yeah, movie-wise,
1: yeah, movie wise, not yeah. Okay, um, never mind. What <laughs> I don't know about
0: Wendy's or Burger King because I've I I can't remember the last time I actually saw them endorse a film. But I mean, yeah, Burger which King thing? I feel is like
1: obsolete now.
0: Don't speak
1: on Burger King like that, bro. I (laughs) literally—that's my—that's my—you know—that's my my go-to if I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna have. Okay, (laughs) at least out here in Utah, it's obsolete. Well, yeah, it's uh, everyone bad mouths it, but you know it's the only place you can actually get mayo on a burger. Touche. You got a point there. And mayo is freaking delicious. <laughs> absolutely that's why you get a whopper <laughs> with extra mail
0: you know i've never had a whopper is that sad dude what yes. <laughs> yeah I've never had a whopper and I've never had a big mac the two staples of the two biggest fast food chains ever and i've never had either dude what kind of life but, do you live <laughs> um
1: yeah experience. experienced no,
0: that's a great it yet. question <laughs> exactly see <laughs> My, 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 um, spare time is, uh, too much, uh, involving, you know, learning everything I can about John Wayne Gacy for the Gacy Gazette. That, that, that's that's yeah,
2: what that, I mean. it it shows. <laughs>
0: Dude, well,
2: every mother, time yeah. I have to justify the Brielle, I'm like, no, he's not a serial killer. Like, yeah, he's, he's just weird. <laughs> yeah. And He's, it gets harder Brielle? and harder
0: and harder to defend you. Hey, you greenlit <laughs> th- that spin off in my def- <laughs> defense. And second, Brielle should already know that I'm crazy. <laughs> like, come on, we've been friends for how long?
2: Uh, I'm just. Enough where I hope you wouldn't kill me.
0: <laughs> uh well i mean i was referring to me and brielle being friends so you're an entirely different story so i'm just kidding wow <laughs> let's let's just say it's probably a good thing that you're out in georgia just- <laughs> what the shit <laughs> uh, i'm gonna shut beatrix Resurrections. If you guys want to pick it up, I'm sure DJ will be picking up every single exclusive, right? DJ. <laughs> uh,
1: does anyone know? Does DJ have a PO box at all? Hmm. Um, I believe they do. I actually think they do. It's, uh, Kayla, it's do usually in their show notes. It is okay. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. As long as DJ hmm. keeps updating the show notes correctly, you know what I'm mean? saying? I remember it being in their show notes.
0: Yeah, he
2: uh he sent me the P.O. box when I sent him the, uh, him and Beth the third official ho- uh, the third unofficial host T-shirts.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, I love it. Well, DJ, <coughs> if you're listening to this, you may or may not, probably will, um, begin a little surprise for me. So <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear anything. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's it for four K Spotlight. Um so unless you guys got anything to say about DJ's favorite movie of two thousand twenty one. I'm gonna keep <laughs> Don't
1: change that. the list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> DJ, it's okay. My favorite movie of twenty twenty one was oblib- obliterated. oh my god, obliterated by fans. So it's all good. <laughs> um but yeah, unless you guys got anything else to say about Matrix Resurrections.
1: Well, I can't report on anything because, like I said, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, highly re- highly recommend
2: it when it comes back well, no, on I'm, HBO I'm, I'm, Max.
1: Yeah, no, I'm of like just... I said, when I get it, I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch it, you know what I'm saying? But at this moment, like even right now, I'm, I'm working towards, because my mom's 60th birthday is coming up this Saturday, so this whole week it's been getting, like I literally went, drove two and a half hour or two hours, picked up $350 worth of ribs, Getting them prepped, getting them set, cleaning up the yard, getting ready to smoke, getting ready to cook it up, and you know, and do my mom's sixtieth birthday at my house. So it's it's been balls to the walls for the last two weeks. Oh God, damn, shit! Dude. Yeah, wow. <whistles> oh yeah, you know, for for those who don't know, my, my passion is food, and barbecuing and smoking is something that I take great pride in, and I can I I can cook it all and smoke it all. Oh. Oh yeah, I'm doing beef ribs, baby back ribs, and I'm doing St. Louis, uh, St. Louis ribs, and then I'm cooking two tri tips, doing burgers and hot dogs. And I'm getting it all cooked, you know, the night before, or getting the smoker put on the night before, so I got at least a 13 hour smoke on each all the ribs. Oh,
0: what town did you? Well, say ex-,
1: ex
2: yeah, excuse <laughs> me. I'm going to be looking up flights for Northern California.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <shame> here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and i just picked okay, well, up some kind of bros weekend.
1: <laughs> it's what i do man. Like i said i i, I love to cook it up even though if i i'm doing it for myself most of the time but you know what i'm saying? I love it. Oh man. I'm
2: jelly.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um wait did did i already say if you, did you guys have anything else to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really quickly though if you guys want to feel like super nostalgic god damn it i dropped my pen cap um <laughs> both jimmy neutron boy genius the movie and the three rugrats movies are being released on blu-ray the same day and i'm losing my shit for jimmy neutron cuz i've had that shit pre-ordered since the day it went since the day it went live which was like i think like 6 months ago
1: and Holy I'm just shit. so
0: happy it finally has a freaking release date. God, I can't freaking wait to own this on physical format. I <laughs> freaking love this movie. But yeah. So that's what I will be picking up Tuesday, not The Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> I'll be picking up Jimmy Neutron. Um, I respect it. But yeah. You, wait, you respect it or expect it? Respect it. Oh, respect it. Okay. If you expected it, I wouldn't care either, because you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Well then, what do you guys say we jump into our headliner? Say let's do it so for this week's Albro's Headliner, we will be breaking down the 1990 version of Total Recall. It feels so weird that I have to say the actual year it came out, since this movie was remade.
1: <laughs> Which Ben, have you seen the remake? I've seen the remake, and it's decent, but it's not the. Be- it's not Total Recall. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, okay. you could literally call it anything else, but Total Recall, and it'd be its own movie. Hmm. Colin Farrell's in that one right yeah he is and he does okay. a great job it's action-packed it, it it it's what an action movie needs to be with mindless violence but the thing is is you could literally just call it anything else and it, it it would be its own movie It wouldn't even be a remake of Total Recall because they go so left with the direction of what they're doing
2: gosh you gotta hate when they don't follow source material like if you're going to do a remake, just freaking own up to it and do a remake.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep close to the to the parameters because, like, even at the end of that spoiler, you know it, it's a he's in the recall and not like you know it, it's the you know they show all these things and they give all these secrets through the whole movie. Like you can, this is how you tell if you're in in the psychosis state. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, here it is. And then they show the whole entire back scene of like, guess what? Spoiler. And he's dreaming <laughs> and i'm like bullshit <laughs> huh
3: okay
2: yeah getting ahead of myself dude i thought that's the route that this movie was going to take a couple times but like i said we'll we'll, we'll get into it this this is going to be fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but yeah sorry i almost forgot what i was supposed well, to well this say. movie
1: takes place in 2084
0: 2084
1: yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's so if we weird. don't
0: have Johnny Cabs in that year, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: all I'm going to say. I don't care how scary that shit is. I want some Johnny Cabs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> talking shit, too. <laughs> oh, love it. Um well, you know what, Caleb, I want to try something different. I want to see if I can nail what you usually say about the breakdown. <laughs> ready for this let's all right let's do it all right guys (laughs) if bros if you're new to our breakdown system uh we rate oh my god i'm already butchering it we rate movies by it's eight different categories right yep (laughs) i'm already killing this uh and those eight categories are story writing acting character development Effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own genre grade, and all of those amazing numbers get piled together, together, to give us our final score. Um, I feel like that like way too fast, and I. Might... Did I miss any?
2: I mean, you missed that this is going to be a final
0: all bros and angry Dad score. Damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I don't do this part, guys. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, if you guys have not seen the 1990 version of Total Recall, y'all have had a very, very long time—over yeah, um, over 30 thir- years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> over 30 years. Oh. <laughs> um so if you guys uh keep on listening and it's spoiled for you this is be this is on your get on your fault this is your fault um but yeah so i'm about to spoil the whole entire damn thing um so yeah here we go reading with rose it's gonna be fun <laughs> all right in 2084, Mars is a colonized world under the ty- tyrannical reg- regime I'm already killing it, Vilos Cohagen, who controls the mining of valuable turbinium ore. T- On Earth, construction worker Douglas Quaid experiences recurring dreams about Mars and a mysterious woman. Intrigued, he visits Recall, a company that implants realistic false memories and chooses did i just really just refer to it as recall instead of recall it's it's how it's spelled in the movie okay
1: yeah because wow. that's okay. how they spell it in the movie but uh the tagline is said in the movie though okay or the My bad. It, okay. Least, I, I couldn't understand. i was like why are they spelling with a freaking k and it didn't make any sense to me
0: <laughs> oh, okay that makes more sense thank you Um, So, he chooses one set on Mars with a blue sky, where he is a Martian secret agent. However, before the implant is completed, Quaid lashes out, already thinking he is a secret agent. Believing Cohagen's agency has suppressed Quaid's memories, the recall employees erase evidence of Quaid's visit and send him home. En route, quade is attacked by men led by his work colleague harry because quade unknowingly revealed his past Qu- quade's instincts take over and he kills his assailants oh my god assailants at home he is assaulted by his wife lori who claims their marriage is a false memory implant and the agency assigned her to monitor quade he flees but is pursued by armed men led by richter cohagan's operative and lori's real husband A man claiming to be Quaid's former acquaintance gives him a suitcase containing supplies and a video recording in which Quaid identifies himself as Hauser, a Cohagen ally who defected after falling in love. According to the recording, Cohagen brainwashed Hauser to become Quaid and conceal his secrets before securing him on Earth. Hauser instructs Quaid to return to Mars and stop Cohagen. On Mars, Quaid evades Richter and, following a note from Hauser, travels to Veniceville, Venusville, Veniceville, wow. <laughs> um, a district... <laughs> I'm killing it, guys. A district populated by humans and those mutated by air pollution and radiation. He meets Melina, who knows him as Hauser and believes he is still working for Cohagen. In his hotel room, Quaid is confronted by Laurie and Dr. Edgemar. From recall, who explains that Quaid and is still at recall on earth quade notices ed edgmar is sweating and believing he is real kills him quade is captured by richter's men but melina rescues him and quade kills lori the pair escape with taxi driver benny to venusville the mutants lead them to a hidden rebel base where quade meets their leader quato 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 they thank you. Quato, a mutant growing. I have a uh, when we get to effects. I have a lot to say about that. Just, just uh, <laughs> it's good. I promise it's yeah, good. It, it, a mutant growing out of the abdomen of his brother George. You said you said Quado, right? Yeah, Quato. Okay. Quato physically reads Quaid's mind, learning that Cohagen is hiding a 500,000-year-old alien reactor built into a mountain that, once activated, produces breathable air but could also destroy all turbinium, ending Cohagen's monopoly over both resources. Benny shoots George, revealing himself to be in Cohagen's employ, and Cohagen's forces attack the base, killing the rebels. Um, Quado implores Quaid to start the reactor before Richter executes him. Kohagen disables Venusville's air supply to slowly suffocate the remaining inhabitants. Quaid and Molina are brought to Kohagen, who explains that Hauser was his close friend who volunteered to become Quaid as an elaborate ruse to bypass the mutant's psychic abilities, infiltrate the Rebellion, and destroy it. Quaid's recall visit had activated him earlier... ...then planned, and Cohagen has been helping him to survive the oblivious Richter's pursuit. Cohagen orders Hauser's memories to be restored in Quaid, and Melina to be reprogrammed as his subservient lover, but they manage to escape to the mines below the reactor. Benny, Richter, and his men attack them, but the pair outwits and kills them all. Cohagen awaits them in the reactor control room, claiming that activating it will destroy the planet. He sets off an explosive, explosive, but Quaid throws it down a tunnel, creating a breach to the Martian surface. The explosive decompression blows Cohagen out to the surface where he suffocates and dies. Quaid activates the reactor before he and Molina are also blown out. The reactor melts the planet's ice core into gas that bursts to the surface, forming a breathable atmosphere and saving Quaid, Molina, and the rest of Mars' population. As everyone beholds the now blue sky, Quaid momentarily wonders if everything was a dream before he and Molina share a kiss.
1: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Great, great story right there. It yeah,
2: I would agree. Yeah, so that's the first category that we are going to be scoring. Um, But just a few thoughts. (laughs) Dude, when... Okay, when they started getting into the whole... Like, after he was in, like, the machine and, like... Yeah. in, In recall and everything. And they started saying, like, oh like he, when he's like you blew my cover you blew my like freaking out i was just like oh shit is this part of the memory like i thought we were like in the mem in the memory that they were uploading on him for a while and then like when the when uh what's his face the the doctor um edgemore came in yeah when Edgemar came in and was like talking to him explaining to him what's happening and he's just like listen you've had like some sort of psychosis and i was like oh my gosh like this is freaking insane and then <laughs> like <laughs> like this is this isn't like this is crazy and then when he shot him like i didn't realize this, this was like real <laughs> like it, it had me fooled for the longest time and i i loved every second of it because i'm like why would they why would they have a program that's like exactly what this dude is doing <laughs> so it, it was it was a trip it was a total well, you know, trip
1: there, it no, it is but it, there's little bits and pieces that it drops in your lap where you like it, it makes you feel if it isn't or if it is but like a lot of the time like even when they had the whole conversation you know and only arnold could rip himself free from anything almost choke somebody to death and then they they got to shoot him full so much full of tranks and they're like we didn't even program him and so, you know, you got to take that in there where it's like is that real or isn't real? But the way they're like, "No, oh, just dump them off." And cuz that's what companies would do. They're like, "Get rid of them. We're going to erase any trace of what we're doing. You know, cover this the fuck up and erase his fucking mind." And they're like, and the girl, the lady was like, "I'll see what I can do cuz it's a mess."
2: <laughs> yeah, but it was it was so trippy. And then when he went to Went back home and his wife started attacking him, or like, "quote unquote," his wife. Yeah, like I was losing my shit. I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like they they turn her into a bad guy. Like this is, this is trippy, dude. And she freaking popped him in the nuts like a good yeah. couple times. And that's Sharon Stone. mm Hmm. You know what I'm saying? No it's
1: like. Yeah, that's her. That's her young. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 you know, they're like the, 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 the all-star list that's in this movie is great. But the thing is, is like none of them were great stars except for Arnold because Arnold's coming off of, you know, I will believe it's Conan the Barbarian, Commando, and all these other movies doing this. And it's just like that's that next starring role that, that pushed him off, you know? <laughs> oh, this. <sighs> and Michael Ironside, God damn.
2: Yeah, I I do have my thoughts about him because I I feel like it's just story wise. I feel like it's super weird to send one of your agent's wife to live with someone to like make sure like the the memory thing took. I'm like, you well, could have made her another agent.
1: <laughs> like you didn't have to yeah, make her you, his you, wife you need you, you know in story wise you need something to have that catalyst for him not to want to respond to his boss you know what i'm saying nothing better yeah. than that
2: that is that is very true
1: <laughs> cuz there is many times where he's like i'm losing you i'm got it getting sunspots i'm like this is 2084 nothing should be breaking signal <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh the, and then oh my gosh speaking of breaking signal apparently just putting the a wet towel on your head breaks. <laughs> yeah, what breaks a hell? tracking signal. and Hell, even that freaking tracker. That thing was the size of a freaking baseball.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh, oh, that was
0: hard watching him pull that. Yeah, out of
1: it, those. It, oh. yeah it, it was. It was difficult then, and it's still difficult now. Cause you're like, oh, but man, they made it look. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: good, like oh good hell.
1: Even when it opened, I'm like, why couldn't it have just been that one piece and not the whole ball?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, when it broke open, I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, 2084 is weird. <laughs> yeah. So, first that's, of all, how did you even get it end. in there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just uh, the way that that's they how adapted be. the future was so cool to see. Like I love seeing those like those older movies, like and what they think the future is gonna be like. Because like right now, like if you were to see like all these future movies, future tech, it's like holograms and like touch mirrors and whatnot. And theirs is like a phone with a
1: <laughs> with a, a screen on it. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, like even at that time, like stuff wasn't even thought of to have stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like even the GPS was like a little TV. You know, it was a big old handheld thing. wasn't even a, the idea of a smartphone. Wasn't even a concept then. Yeah. So, I mean. It shows its
2: t- age. It does. It does. But I feel like this has aged a lot better than other 90s movies have.
1: Yeah, not no, oh, a yeah, big time. I that. There, 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 there's it's a solid story, solid writing, and then just the uh, just prop wise and being like almost all like uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, practical effects.
2: Yeah, and we'll we'll get into that because I mean the thoughts I have on the effects are just
1: yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, just like a side sp- note too. Um, You know, uh, Michael Ironside, when he took this movie, and this is all because, like, you know, I've I've watched this movie back and forth, forth and back with all the special features. Um, Michael Ironside's uh, sister was actually going through cancer. And when Arnold found out about this, he had him call his sister, talk to him, talk to his sister, gave him a diet plan, told her what to eat, what to exercise to help her fight through cancer and, that, like, actually you know, fucking, you know, be able to survive, and she did, but the thing is, is like, you know, he took the time out of his, his day and, and, and out of the movie to make sure that he sat down with Mike and fucking talked to him, him and his sister about it.
2: Dude, he's That's such awesome. a
1: good guy. Yeah, I always feel he is, you know, people do crazy shit, but you know, like you said, he he's always fucking doing more for others. Dude, absolutely.
2: Yeah, like, I've never been, like, the biggest... Schwarzenegger fan but I've always seen like his his newer stuff like Expendables I'm just like I, I don't like him in Expendables <laughs> and like anything like considered modern I'm like I'm like eh whatever like I feel like you just have him in there because he's a big uh-huh. name Oh, Caleb yeah.
0: Jingle All the Way is a masterpiece, and I don't Good care hell. what you say.
1: <laughs> His Turbo Tag, I love them.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't care what anyone says how bad it is. I don't give a shit. I freaking love that movie.
1: Well, a Collateral was a great one. Um, you know uh, what, what? What was the other one? Um, I can't even remember. Collateral. Yeah, I think it would Not Collaterals went. Like all these movies are basically the same. I I remember collateral being a good one, but I can't remember the name, the one where um, he was fighting the devil in that one. And that was fucking like one of the the newer the newer ones that he did that was really good, you know what I'm saying? It, it like it was like a real dark action sci-fi movie. Fuck, I wish I could remember the name of it. And it goes like that.
2: Yeah, I'll, let's see. <laughs> see. I'll I'll try to look at what his like
1: more Modern end of stuff days. Is... That's what it was called. End of days. End of days. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. End of days. That. And it, that one star-studded in itself too. It gets. It gets. Gets deep. Yeah, dude. He had
2: a crazy. Cur- he's had a crazy career.
1: Oh yeah. Big time. I've always been a big Arnold fan. So like you know, I've I've seen everything from beginning to end, pretty much. Yeah. It, it's it's wild and I
2: think one thing that's like maybe a little hard for me to get over is his is his accent <laughs> it's well, like it's very distinct that's fair. it is like I've never heard anyone else like even like like interviews or just like even social media like I feel like I I would hear someone else with that accent but it feels like that's just an Arnold thing.
1: Well, you know, it, it, you got to imagine like how many Austri- uh, Austrians come over to America and then like Arnold took like in his bodybuilding years, you know, he talks about it tremendously in a lot of documentaries and books and biopics bio and stuff where he's all, I would bodybuild it during the day and acting school at night. And so he would do these things and talk with acting coaches and learn how to speak and pronunciate. So with all that like, actual like schooling he did to perfect his you know his his ability to act, it just ended up developing that. So like you wouldn't even really get that from another Austrian because you know the, the, a lot of them didn't get that coaching, get that didn't get that training, and didn't have the the or really have the will to perfect their way to speak to you know to act.
2: Mm. Like, that's, that's so interesting. Like, if, I don't know, it's just like knowing that there's just a bunch of different accents out in the world, but that one particular voice, that will always be Arnold.
1: Yeah, that will always be Arnold. And then you can imagine the Austrian people being upset because that's the accent they're associated with, even though they probably don't even have that accent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, that would be
2: hilarious to find out like we don't even know what the hell <laughs> accent <laughs> that
1: is. You go, to, you go to Austria and everyone's like, not even talking like this. I'm like, no, nope, this is this is what I know you as. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder if they get that a lot. Like you don't you guys don't sound anything like Arnold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, honestly, I would 100 percent
0: I can just imagine first word you get out. Hey, um, so uh, do you all sound Schwarzenegger? First thing, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> or just or do maybe not even speak just a fuck name. you. That that would be. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: if you even say yeah, Schwarzenegger, this... they will tell you to f off.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, but. Like this story in particular, like this was such a well-crafted story. Like, I have my issues with like um, different things that they did overall. Like, but I mean, what we can get into that with writing and acting. I think th- that's where my two biggest problems are. Um, but overall, like the the story, like it kept you engaged the entire time, and. Like they had like some really like smart bits. Like the guy that was that was holding the tracker when he was like chasing after them and then like caught them on the balcony and like had his gun out and was just like standing there. I'm just like, oh shit. Is he actually like like a secret agent? And then when Richter comes and starts like popping shots off and he's like, Hold up! Like you're gonna crack <laughs> crack the dome. <laughs> crack my glass. <the> like, <laughs> like that was something I didn't even like think about until after so I, I i thought the way that they played that off was
1: super smart oh uh, yeah like, now there's, there's a lot of little key things like that that happened where you're like pay the fuck because like even when that explosion happened everyone started you know getting sucked out into space they're like close the doors yeah
2: so i i i loved loved all of that like the story is just crazy interesting they they were able to pull it off in a way that was i don't feel like it took itself too seriously which i feel some action movies have a tendency to do like they, they i feel like they were able to have fun with it like especially with the uh, the suitcase arnold talking to <laughs> to himself yeah
1: like I, that was a, like, a betty white moment that like that 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 moment that re-sparked betty white's career in lake placid it's it's exactly how like that that felt to me even though that even though the lake placid happened years later but it's like that old lady was like Now fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but
2: i had i had a real fun time with this story and like yes it does have its issues like here and there like I feel the biggest one is Richter and his wife <laughs> like I felt that was just odd <laughs> like I love that everyone was like giving him shit about that they're just like oh yeah she really seemed like she hated that assignment <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I'll tell you even what, the one line really stupid all mind. day before. oh sorry go <laughs> Oh I was saying the one liners in this was just all day <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, like, I feel like that's another
2: thing that's just a staple of Arnold. Like, his one-liner delivery is just, oh, chef's kiss.
1: <laughs> it is. It? It's like that, there's a small pause right before he says it, zoom in, says it, and then zooms out. It's almost like this TV skit that's getting ready to happen, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it's like almost ready for a laugh track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. I, yeah. I'm having a hard time placing this one. I think I'm going to go f- pretty high on my story grade. I think I'm am I'm, I'm going to sit like at an 88. I like just to apply for like what issues I did have and I don't feel, feel there were any like areas that were too slow. I think the only thing that I would even kind of consider slow was when he was uh like just right before he got into the machine. <laughs> like everything kind of before that was just like oh, okay, like it's dragging a bit. Like when like when him and uh and his wife were at or not his wife. What's her name? Him and Sharon Stone were at breakfast yeah. and she's like trying to mac out with him and he's like trying to
1: watch the news. <laughs> Well, when you're used to having a hot wife, you're like, yeah, get the fuck away from me." <laughs> <laughs> but it did yeah. start hard off though with the dream because it was a little bit of foreshadowing in the very beginning.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, That's true. That was wild. I think maybe one thing that they could have done a little bit different, uh, like in regards to like Melina. Was maybe not make the the model that they were going to create look exactly like her. Because then that just kind of solidified me. F- like falling for the the whole... It being the memory that they're implanting in him. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess that could have been their goal from the get-go. But I feel like you could have pulled it off pretty well had you just had
1: like a basic model. Yeah, no, uh, like, like I said, it was down to the even the exact same 80s perm, you know what I'm saying, or 90s perm because I believe this was, it came out in 90s, so it was like that big Aquanet sprayed hair.
2: <laughs> yep,
1: exactly.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, I... I <laughs> I feel like the way that they built the, the woman was something that would have pissed my wife off. Like, they <laughs> asked, like, three different questions. Yeah. They're just like, all right, hair color, body type, personality, and then, the, like, the personality is just like, you want them sleazy or not?
0: <laughs> Dude, honestly, that even, like, irritated me a little bit for the selections that you had. I don't know, I'm kind of the person that, like, not like, lights. I don't know, I like a little meat on the bones. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole here, <laughs> so, like, the, the, the the girls that they were, you know, saying that those were your options, I'm like, yeah, that's a little too um, skinny slash slim for me, this is me.
2: Dude, I thought he was going to go, or what was it, voluptuous? Like, I thought he was going to go for that, I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, and then he's like, athletic, I'm like, what? <laughs> athletic. <God damn> Arnold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i got <laughs> a little pissed off there Just like, well you got a little lame. Sharon stone and you know what i'm saying so you know the it, it's got to be a little bit of uh you know a little play there you got to even it out somehow
2: man yeah. dude but freaking sharon stone man holy
1: shit yeah. yeah wow you know um the lady who played melina also played in con air uh she was in the craft um she was also in um why can't i remember the name right now but yeah she was in a lot of action movies later later down in the lines but i just thought it was pretty funny i was like oh shit
2: yeah just dude she did a really good job like kind of played off that the character that she was supposed to (laughs) yeah like super well like what was the the other word that they used to describe Man, them? It was an
1: M M word, uh, Mador? or um, um, uh, I can't remember. It was like a, it was like M A D something.
2: Yeah, well, whatever it was, like they like did like a perfect combination of that and the the sleazy, <laughs> and you got like <laughs> the vibes for both. <laughs> so I. Uh, the the whole cast like I think with what they were given did a really solid job but yeah, yeah
1: the, I, the the chemistry between everybody was on point
2: oh yeah so yeah for me personally I I'm sitting at an eighty eight so this is out of a hundred if you if oh yeah in case you were wondering
1: no 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 I know, <laughs> I, I know okay like I said if I had to rate it I'm gonna put it at about a ninety two. 92. You know what I'm saying there were there was holes there were slow points there were things that could have definitely moved along a little faster but you know what I'm saying I I don't hold it for the fault of that you know what I'm saying cuz there were there were far and few between.
2: Yeah, like I think this was one of the first movies that was starting to transition into the 90s style movies because it has like very not subtle hints of 80s in it. Yeah. <laughs> And I think those slow bits are definitely what hits like that, that eighty area. So we don't need
1: filler, goddammit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, where are you at, Rose? Um, so i like I I did enjoy the story. Um I feel you guys definitely like this movie a lot more than I did. Um but like I said, really good story. Um uh, the way that they uh, set up the uh, feature in this universe is really, really cool. Um, and they explain it very, very well. Um, but story-wise, I'm sitting at an 80. Still a lot higher than I thought you were going to go. <laughs> no, fair enough. I mean, that's a higher than I thought I was going to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that
2: averages our story grade to an 86.6. Moving on over to writing. I think my biggest writing issue was Richter and his team. Like, especially the guy with the freaking GPS system that was just firing the gun off like willy-nilly. Where he's just like it, that way, and then like just unloaded, and I'm like, dude, or you, you can't, like the dude's massive, like <laughs> how are you just guessing where he is? And then um, another like slight note I had when they finally did shoot the rat, like that was a, a way too much blood
1: for that rat. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know, with the thing for that rat, you got to remember too, like, uh, this is a future. So these high powered rifles are just blowing shit up. You know what I'm saying? Because these <laughs> are not like, regular looking guns. You know what I'm saying? They have these, like, weird contraptions on top, on the side. You know, every one of them's got a, a, a flash suppressor on it. And it's like, you know, it almost, it almost looked like they took a whole bunch of Uzis and then just modified them to look newer. You know what I'm saying? So, like,. <laughs> It was just, it almost sounded like, um, you know, from for just shooting guns and being around weapons. I was like, it just sounds like it's literally like high powered rifle bullets coming out of these guns with the sounds that they were using. <laughs> Getting oh. subsonic shots from these handguns blowing these rats up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was
2: hilarious watching it, but it, it still was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know who you're looking for, right? <laughs> or just the fact that, like, Arnold was able to get away, like, he was walking down the street with j- with just a towel on his head, like, it didn't change his outfit or nothing, and they drove past him, and they're like, is that him? And I'm like, oh, you mean the freaking monster man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, he... he uh- Arnold is just huge as fuck. You know what I'm saying? He's a six. I think he's like six foot one in, in his prime, and like two hundred, maybe about two hundred fifty pounds of just pure muscle. And yet, I always like the fact that how they hid his body until they needed to show it off, so it wasn't distracting. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's true. Yeah, uh, I just looked up his height. Yeah, he's six two, and oh, he was two thirty five when he was doing it like contest
1: yeah 260 off season that means about 250 without without uh being dropped down in weight yeah dude i always thought he was taller because i'm (laughs) (laughs) 6'2 well uh, i'm 6'5 and you know what i'm saying and uh like i said when you when you're at that six foot level you're just like everything else is like i thought you'd be taller (laughs)
0: god i'm short
2: Dude, I had that feeling when I met Lou Ferrigno. I thought I was going to be like the same height as him. He's massive. Oh yeah, like oh, but Dude, I, I, I I I tell everyone when I <laughs> I feel like I got profiled because I brought my dad because my dad was like also a super big uh, Lou Ferrigno fan. Like we, I grew up watching his Incredible Hulk show on yeah. TV Land, and so. He was coming to a Comic-Con, and we went to go see him. And so I I drugged my dad, and I was just like, hey, we're going to go meet Lou. And he's like, all right. And so when we got there, he, like, immediately went to my dad. I'm just like, ah, I brought him.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, like, dude, he was, like, everything I wanted him to be like <laughs> it was great <laughs> oh yeah and
1: he's still in shape you know what i'm saying that's the crazy part you know some people let themselves go but he, he's still a freaking beast you know and like uh i'm in the uh, you know I'm, I'm slightly in the fitness industry and like me being as tall as i am the way people out angle each other to make themselves look bigger than somebody else or even a little like a, have had many times where i've taken like photos with people where they'll put their arm over my shoulder to kind of push me down to be at their height, you know what I'm saying. Just, to, just to kind of be like, yeah, this dude is not that much bigger to me. and like, no, I'm way bigger than you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: damn, dude! Like, I, aren't you like isn't Lou that high too?
1: <laughs> hey, I think he. Yeah. He's, I think he's about 6'5". Six, six Okay, yeah, so I'm so, 6'5", I'm 300 pounds, and so he, he you know, he's not as 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 heavy as I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, still. Like just the fact that he was like
2: Arnold was able to get away with <laughs> just having a towel on his head and they were able well, like they they, they got confused. It, it was like it's straight <laughs> up Clark Kent syndrome. If Clark Kent was in his full Superman suit
1: and just <laughs> he, put the goggles on, They don't know who I am. (laughs) Talk about bad writing. (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: it it wasn't necessarily that. Like, I feel like he totally could have gotten away with with the disguise. It was just the fact that they drove past and they're like, "Is that him?"
1: Like, (laughs) when he's he's right there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like if he would have changed clothes, if he would have like taken his his jacket off or just something, they saw what he was wearing. And then they chase him, and then they get thrown off by the
1: towel. <laughs> like, the- but wait a minute. You got you to get that quick squint. You know what I'm saying? But also, too, the way those futuristic cars look, how the fuck do you see through the windshield? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good point. That That is a definite fair point. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You know, I actually tried to look up to see who voiced the Johnny Caps, because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Doesn't have anything for it. I don't believe. Oh, um, that's actually, I can pull that up right now. Yeah, because I, I I thought it was just hilarious. He, you know, what I'm saying, like, all of a sudden, he he. First of all, you know, the AI that this cab has, and then he rips it completely out, so it's no longer connected to power. Yet it's still powered, talking to him as he's trying to tell it to get away and drive. And then when he tells him to go blow him. All of a sudden he gets pissed off. He's like, No, I will not blow you. I'm gonna kill you. And then he just <laughs> <laughs> And we gotta assume this is an electric car because there's like no hood for a motor. So how did it blow up? And you know, that's like I said. There's a few things that I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense, but for movie purposes I understand.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh the voice was Robert Picardo. Um doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, he was in a lot of uh, Star Trek stuff.
1: Is he like a real thin, thin guy?
2: Uh, yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a thinner guy. Like, I feel like I've seen him in something else. Like,
1: yeah, Still, still doesn't ring a bell. I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I've I've watched a lot of Star Trek. So usually, I'm pretty good about the names for that.
2: Yeah, the only thing that he's he's cast as in the Star Trek
1: was is the Doctor. Well, there's a lot of Doctors, so they they, they did have a lot of. So uh, that doesn't really like narrow it down. Does it say like Next Generation or like Deep Space Nine or Voyager or? He plays a lot of like very basic people. Like he was in
2: Hawaii Five O as CIA man, or Rock Jocks as Guard One. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Roll well, off. his number one acting profile should just be Johnny Cab guy.
2: Yeah, his... Let's see. His number one is Star Trek Voyager as the Doctor.
1: Okay, well, if it's Star Trek Voyager as the Doctor, then he... Oh, okay, then you know what, though? That Johnny Cab would explain why he looks the way he looks, because I'm pretty sure they molded his face, because in Voyager, they had a holographic Doctor, and that holographic Doctor... Um, that guy actually played in quite a bit of roles, especially in theater, because that's a theater guy. If it's the doctor that I'm thinking of, so he, he's actually pretty famous.
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, in Star Trek: First
1: Contact, he was the holographic doctor. Yeah, then then yeah, it's the exact same one then. Okay. Yeah, but just in Voyager, had... I'm like I already. Know the doctor. He didn't have a name. He was just known as the doctor. Yeah. He did a really good voice for that type of robot.
2: Yeah. Like and once again we're going to we're going to get into it with the 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 special effects that they had or practical effects like that's the <laughs> that's the category I'm like super excited for. Same here. Um but overall I do feel the writing was a little bit weaker than the story overall, and I think I'm, I think I'm gonna sit at like an eighty three with the, the writing. Where are
1: you guys at? Well, well for me, uh, uh like it, this is this is just um, you know, and I'm gonna be a hundred percent biased. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, but I'm gonna sit at a ninety because. Like I said, this has so much uh, nostalgia for myself from watching it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, these, these are the – my mom would let me watch this as a young kid. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was born in 82, so I was probably, what, when this came out in 90, probably around eight or not even eight, maybe like seven. And I remember going to the theaters to watch this. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. Well, my mom worked at a drive-in movie theater, so instead of – by getting a babysitter, she would just park the car and then we'd watch movies until she got off work. I and she'd it. let me watch everything. I was going to say, cause they had that's a lot of nice. like stuff that <laughs> that would make me no, question. No. My... Well, like I say, hey, hey, my mom, but also too, like, you know, when I go watch a move, when I like double features, you, you know, she, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm going to watch the first one. then she didn't really pay attention to that double feature. So that's how I got to see a lot of these movies. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say, like, how the how the three three boobed alien
1: get past her. Well, also too, my mom didn't watch the movie; she was working. You know what I mean? She's in the concession serving popcorn while I'm out there watching movies.
2: (laughs) Dude, that would bring up so many questions for me if I was like, what eight? Uh Like oh, (laughs) like it's one of those. Like I said, (sighs) I I
1: used to watch horror movies like you know tomorrow.
2: Oh yeah, Rose is on the same boat. He was he watching horror movies at like what six?
0: (laughs) Yes, I watched Halloween when I was yeah about six. And I've never been terrified of Michael Myers, or Chuck, (laughs) or Jason, or Freddy.
2: Yeah, because your parents took your innocence, and now you're not afraid of anything. And you
0: you (laughs) research serial killers (laughs) for fun for fun. (laughs) What can I say? I got a twisted mind.
2: (laughs) Like funny enough, your shrine gave that away.
0: (laughs) You know what? Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> and to think that I yeah added even more to it. <laughs> Good hell, man. Uh, I know. Dude,
2: All there's right. a freaking.
0: Uh, oh, sorry, go. Ahead. No, sorry. no you're, I was just gonna ask where you were at for writing. Oh, um, really? So I would say I'm at the same score that I was for a uh, story, eighty. Um, I liked the writing just as much as the story. I will say, though, I had a really stupid moment during this movie when um, the doctor gives um, uh, oh my god. Arnold Quaid. Quaid, thank you. He gives him the red pill and I'm just like, okay, do I hear Matrix? And I'm just like, wait a minute. This movie came out long before the Matrix. <laughs> Dude,
2: that's what, that is exactly what I said during that scene. I'm just like, freaking rip off. And then I saw 1990 when, I, when the movie ended, I was like, Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like, wait a <laughs> minute, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh my. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, it, it got me too. <laughs> okay,
1: thank God. Well, it, it, and see, I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum because I'm like, that's where they got it from.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> like, like, just, like, that's Matrix. <laughs> like, I, uh, like, if he, like, I was was straight up expecting him. I'm like, if he pulls out a blue pill, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there was, a, there had to have been some inspiration for the, the red pill, blue pill. Oh
1: of yeah. That. yeah, like, like said, there had and you to know be. Been, yeah, like I said, there's so You're many throwbacks to all these older movies that it's like you know. But also, too, just like music, you can only rewrite a story so much and use so many things before things start fucking looking the same.
2: Yeah. All right, moving on over to acting. Um, I think for me personally, I just did like the the main. Like three or four characters. Um, but we have Arnold Schwarzenegger, who played Quaid, Rachel Tikoden, who played Malina, Sharon Stone, who played Lori, Ronnie Cox, who played Cohagan, and then Michael Ironside, who played Richter. And then we had like a bunch of other people, but I don't think they were in it like enough to affect the, the overall. Uh, like, I kind of throw them in everyone else's extras.
1: Well, it's funny, too, because like somebody who had like three seconds of like basically one line got a credit on it and not just a credit, but he's if you look down on the list, it's the very last person. It's like Mike uh, Rowney or, you know, he's he's always playing a biker, but he got he literally had a barely a scene in the train where he's getting to Mars where he said, oh, you didn't hear they're finding alien stuff. And then he got a credit at the very end. He's like really? a big old beard yeah he literally is like a little blurb and yet he's still like a, a, as a main cast character even though there's so many other characters in this movie <laughs> that's that's hilarious yeah it's like something. It, it was like so crazy like uh and then um the guy who played Tony the one with the like the, the melted face on the side um he's actually the the cop from uh Breaking Bad. The the brother in law, no, uh, not the yeah the brother in law the bald one the big, the white guy, dude no shit, yeah that's Tony that he plays in this movie, oh that's cool, you oh, know just I'm just connecting dots here that's all because yeah. like you know the, these movies are <laughs> the credits that people get in these movies you know people like don't realize the stuff that they're doing now you know
2: yeah who who is it dean norris oh my gosh dude that's insane like he
1: was so unrecognizable yeah yeah you can't even tell you know what i'm saying i just happen to remember the name because i've seen this movie so many times so when i when c- clips of breaking bad pop up on my tiktok i'm like oh i know who that fucking guy is <laughs> He also has, like, a famous picture where it's, like, this black and white picture of him making a mean face and then him making a happy face. And no one even knows that's him because it's, like, this big-ass fucking meme. Dude, that's... Huh. He's been a meme a lot because he's also
2: been the, like, the it's not a rock, it's a mineral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Um. All right. I feel like this one's, like... Actually, I don't think it'd be too similar for for us. I think we we'd all have different opinions. So, who was your top three
1: actors from this? Um, it's gonna be uh, well, I can't remember his name now, but it's uh, I'm gonna call him Dick because he that he's from RoboCop and he's the the, the 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 bad guy, the voice, the person you love to hate. Then it goes Arnold, and then it's, and then it's Benny for me. I like Benny because he, like, you cannot tell who he is until he shows his true colors.
2: Oh, my gosh. Dude, that, that betrayal,
0: what? Yeah. Yep. That came out of nowhere.
1: Out of oh, nowhere. Man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those are my, but, like, you know, I wish I could, uh, Richter, Not not Richter, because Richter's the idiot. Um, Bro, uh, oh, I can't remember, but, like, a. Uh, if you ever watch robocop he's always the the ceo person or like the, the like the the second in command ceo and he plays such he played such a good role in robocop that they brought him from robocop and made him the villain here because he's like this weak frailed old man but he knows how to play that corporate fucking level and because of how slick in the way he talked and the bravado that he showed it like was one of those things where it's like fuck I hate this guy, because he's just pulling all the dick moves. Yeah, uh, Cohagen. Yeah, Cohagen, there we go. Yeah, oh my gosh,
2: dude. He, he did such a a killer job. Like, it was so hard not to, like, hate his character. Yeah. (laughs) So, he, he freaking killed it. Um, gosh i i I'm, I'm having a hard time f- figuring out my like my top 3 i yeah,
1: think i've g- f- role's really fucking break it down man
2: yeah like i i really <laughs> i okay i'll i think I know, i'm going to give my top spot to Sharon Stone cuz <laughs> dude she she was awesome like when she like the way that she was able to go from like super sweet and loving to like kicking his ass and then straight back to like like she was just jumping around all over the place and it was just so hard to follow like when she came in the second time and was talking to him and uh, what's his face Dr. Edgemar was came in like I legit thought that that was like oh they like uploaded her to the the matrix of his mind, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be interesting, and yeah. And then when like they they made the flip again, I'm just like, shit! Like I can't get like she's so good. Like she did such a good job at just like twisting what expectations you had of her character. And then yeah, number two, I'd have to give to Arnold. And and it, honestly, it's just because I I don't <sighs> he's not the best actor in the world.
1: <laughs> but he plays a good part though.
2: Yeah, he plays a really good part. like <sighs> there's one like... oh, so it, the it was funny to watch, but when he was freaking out, in the machine the first time, yeah, like his face—it just gets so intense. Like it's—it's it's hilarious to watch. And then the, I think the way that they were just like kept shooting him with the tranquilizer, like I was laughing my ass off during that. And then anytime he was like interacting with himself in the, <laughs> in the video, I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like i i always feel like the it's when you're talking to yourself in a video like those types of tropes like i feel those come off as super cheesy and this just like knocked it out of the park with how much cheese there
1: was <laughs> well they, they they spread it pretty thick yeah
2: <laughs> like just the f- <laughs> The fact that the the, the recorded version like, made a comment, well, I'm not the one with the towel on my head. I'm like, come <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> um, and how did he know he was going to have a towel on his head? Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> so that was just hilarious. And then number three, I'm... Honestly, I think I'm going to give it to Richter. Like, I did have, like, out of everyone, I did have the most issues with his performance. I do feel that he went a little over the top pretty often. But, like, you kind of understood his character, too. Like, to a a certain degree. Like, you understood his motivations, (laughs) you understood like, where he was going, what he was trying to get at. It was just For me, what ruined it was just how overboard he went, and it it was just the in the performance, his actions, and everything were like completely justified by what we got of him as a a character. Yeah, but yeah, he he just played it up a little too hard.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, hey, I think he took inspiration from this when he did Starship uh, Starship Trooper because uh, he was he was going that hard in that movie. Yeah.
2: So I think out of everyone, I feel he gave the most 80s performance. (laughs) Like, he's, I feel like he's the one that, like, (laughs) was keeping this movie, like, more in, like, 1980. (laughs) Fair enough. Anyway, what about you, Rose? What's, who's your top three?
0: Uh, number three, I would give to Sharon Stone. Um, I agree with absolutely everything you said. It was amazing how she was able to switch tones. Uh, number two, I would also give to Arnold. Um, he was he was very good, but like Caleb said, his acting still isn't great. It's good, um, but his my favorite acting performance of his will always be Jingle All the Way. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Um, And then number one, I would have to agree with uh, Ben and give it to Benny because Mel Johnson Jr. was incredible. That was one of the, honestly, the best uh, switch from good side to villain side I've honestly ever seen in a movie because I did not see that coming one bit. So just for that fact alone, the guy deserves to be number one for acting because he pulled it off tremendously. Yeah, like just the way he like
1: it slapped you across the face. Like, you're,
3: what?
1: Exactly. Even after he proved himself and the whole tentacle thing, I'm like, come on, bro.
2: Dude, one thing that threw me off was when they were chasing um, Quaid and Melina and then he gets out of his cab and he's like, oh my gosh, they're chasing me too. I'm like, no, they're not. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he could have just stayed in your cab. Like, they weren't coming after you. They were coming after the people in your cab. So, it was just... A- another, like, mild complaint. <laughs> <laughs> um, If acting score, though... This one's hard, just because it, it it was it like I said, it, it felt very 80s and it kind of detracted a lot. I think I'm at like a 79. <laughs> I'm 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 just not quite in the, the 80 range for it.
0: And he I, I do about for, the 80s, but he's I'm, not in the
2: eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just like Arnold was like very much Arnold and the people that were good were just not super great. And then, and then the extras were just again, not, not the best.
1: Sorry about that guys. No,
2: you're good. No, you're just you're some good. minor technical issues. Um, <laughs> all right. So where, where were you at with, uh, your acting grade?
1: And, uh-huh his acting at this moment in time, so you know, it's heavily produced on his like action movements and him just being ridiculously strong because he's definitely superhuman in this movie. And um but with uh with the acting, everyone else was carrying him and carrying him enough to where it wasn't noticeable bad.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's the go to with Arnold. You kinda have to surround him with better actors. <laughs> it's true. It's very true, true. <laughs> which is unfortunate to say, but still. (laughs) Oh, all right. So 89, you said? Yeah. Okay. All right. Where are you at Rose?
0: Uh, you know, I think I'm going to agree with your score. Uh, 70, you said it's 79, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, agree with everything you said that. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to have a good ensemble of a cast to kind of lift Arnold up when he is the <laughs> leading man in any of these movies. Because I don't know about you guys, but Sinbad carries Jingle all the way. And I don't know how many times I'm going to reference that damn movie yeah. in this episode. Which
1: is true. Which is true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that averages our acting score to an 82.3. All right, next up we got character development. So, just kind of discussing his his story arc through through this and any like character changes that he has. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like action movies kind of have a hard time with this. Which because I don't feel like he really makes too much of a like a character change like it it just kind of feels like he he, well he does feel like in the beginning that he has like this sense of like higher purpose and then throughout the movie he kind of like fulfills that but I don't know like I feel like something maybe a a better actor than than Arnold could have done (laughs) would be to like struggle with accepting that higher purpose and maybe just wanting to like live that normal life or whatever. But it just seems that like Quaid is always like aspiring for, for something greater, like something beyond uh, the, the normal man and ends up discovering that he, that his life is already, that it's already more so i don't really feel like that's a too much of a struggle for him i feel the biggest struggle is just unlocking his his memory
1: yeah uh like i said with the character development in this it really takes him like you know just like you said he's having these dreams he's having this you know he's living this mundane construction life where he's just a professional jackhammer. And that's that's a technical term as a jackhammerer does, you know. what I'm saying not even a a construction worker. It's like it's just a a field of guys jackhammering that are all jacked and sweaty and c- seem to be covered in coal, even though they're you know jackhammering uh cement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. If you caught, is like why is it black? But at the same time, they're just looking like they're hammering cement, jackhammering cement, which is hilarious. But. uh you know he he develops into this spy but like you said it's the trigger point that he want something's drawing it to him and then as he proceeds to follow it all of a sudden it, it, everything that he wanted and knew that was in him is coming out so it's like you can see him unfolding like this piece of paper flattening back out to his normalcy of a spy you know so it's like it, I, it you could just see the growth that he goes from being at least for me Him being just an average, everyday Joe Schmo fucking, you know, working the 9 to 5. And then all of a sudden, he's, you know, on Mars, you know, saving the fucking world.
2: Yeah. So, it's hard for me to, like, feel like there's much development in, in him with this. And I feel like that's not necessarily a this movie fault. It's just an action movie fault.
1: Yeah. But, you know, that, that, like, even with the development, um, the whole hint is him having a total recall to remember who he is. And even though the reference, the total recall, when Richter said he could have total recall, he never actually really had total recall in, um, in the fact that, like, not to the very, very end when he locked hands and opened up his mind and realized what he needed to do. You know? Yeah. But you gotta remember I read too much into this stuff because this is what I no, love. like. No, <laughs>
2: like that that's like yeah, that's that's some awesome insight to the the character. Yeah. Um gosh, I have a I, I'm having a hard time giving this a a score. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I I'm I'm down in the in the 70s still. <laughs> uh i i need a second to figure out where i'm at so well, do you hey, want to take I, it first? i'll
1: give my I, yeah I'll, I'll give my score because i you know I'm, I'm very liberal with speaking and talking <laughs> especially with things that i love that are near and dear to my heart you know I, you know ie just action movies in general because i i almost feel like I'm, i, I want to be this action star that's I'm, I'm always putting myself in those perspectives of I could live that life. Like if I was a, <laughs> if I was a spy from Mars, I'd be ripping off. But uh with the character development of just Arnold in itself, if we're just going to leave it at that, I'm going to give it a 90. 90.
2: All right.
0: Uh, all right, where are you at, Rose? Um so yeah, I would definitely agree with Caleb. Um, there really isn't a lot of de- character development in here, but the twists and turns that his character goes through in this story is kind of freaking insane. For how like um like with the whole like him entering Total Recall, but it turns out like he already had memories of where he wanted to go, and just it's it's just. F- Fucking nuts from <laughs> from start to finish with where his character goes, and I kind of loved it, um, but it also just wasn't that great of development. Um, oh, you know, I'm gonna go a seventy nine.
2: <sighs> okay, I I guess one thing that you could consider some development, but also not at the same time. Because he does kinda have this this struggle with like a, a sense of identity because he's dealing with his alternate self, like who he was before he became Quaid and struggling with the fact of accepting that he doesn't want to work for the bad guy anymore and he wants to be on the side of like of good. And even though it was played off, like, not great. (laughs) Um, it was still pretty interesting. But I think, I think I'm going to get, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a little bit lower. I think I'm going to 78. (laughs) Uh, so that averages us out to an 82.3. So exactly the same as our, uh, Our acting score. Nice. All right. Next up, the one that I am most excited to talk about. We got effects. (laughs) Yes. So who wants to go first? (laughs) I'll go first. I'll definitely go first.
1: (laughs) Like, even then, and you know what's even more funny is um, I own this movie but when I went to go put it in, I was like, you know, I'm just going to pop it in from the how, uh, you know, just watching it on because uh, I literally rewatched it maybe an hour before we jumped. Uh, ju- we jumped on just so I can get a good fresh re you know, re- re- um, redo of it. And I ended up buying the digital copy, the ultra 4K on Amazon Prime for six bucks. And uh, and I watched it on my high def TV volume completely up and the one thing i hate about ultra 4k is if you watch these movies that are shot in 720 480 the quality <laughs> doesn't hold up at all like you can see the effects but the great thing about this movie was is everything was so practical that only things that look cheesy were Mars backgrounds and CGI, you know, green screen things, which was far and few between. There was only a handful of times because everything's pretty much, you know, re- filmed in close. So like, even the special effects and the like, the 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 actual like, you know, just the just the practical effects still held the fuck up. And so like, it's it's that high quality sci-fi, you know, effects that that were in this. It, it was, it was still legit. It was still like, you know, it, it held the test for me. It holds the test of time because it still looks reasonably real. You know, I liked it a lot. Everything that happened from the nose pulling to the rat exploding to, to the cars, to the, um, just, you know, like the spaces, even like the, the, the facial expressions of like oxygen being evacuated out of the body. Cause technically Mars doesn't have an atmosphere. So you should freeze. There's no sun, but yet it was imploding. And with the imploding, the body was filling up, going to stretch. And it's like, that makes no sense. But you know what? It looks good.
2: <laughs> yeah. They, for for a movie that came out early 90s, like, almost, like damn near almost as early as you can get. Because this came out in June of yeah. 1990.
1: Summertime.
2: Yeah, so the fact that their effects are able to hold up so well. Like like even the his the x-ray effect, like that even held up super well. And I don't know if you've you've ever seen the uh, the visual effects artist react series on YouTube? No. Um they actually cover that effect, like the x-ray effect from on Total Recall. Um, and they said that all of that stuff, like all of the like the skeletons and whatnot, were hand animated. Bam, yeah. So it was just like getting the reference, like so, and p- placing it over the the top of of everything. Like that's what they had to do to to pull that off. And I mean, yes, you could like very well nitpick to death, but we'd be doing this movie such an injustice if we were comparing this to anything that came out today. Yeah. So it's like, it's just incredible what they were able to pull off. And then just all the practical effects, like when Arnold's face is ready to implode, (laughs) like obviously they use like a, a mannequin head or like, I don't know what you would call that. Just like a replica of his head and just inflated the shit out of it. Like, all of that stuff, like the transitions between like real face and like the prosthetic face were so crisp. Like, you, like there were a lot of times I didn't even like realize that the moment that they did, like there were a lot of times where I, like, it took me a second. And I had to like rewind and it was like, Oh, that's the moment that they did. Cause I, I don't catch it the first time. And yeah. And like, whoever designed those damn faces and everything needs a massive amount of money because yeah. those everything looked so good. Like from Arnold's head, like multiple times, like blowing up like a balloon, the, the fake ladies mask that he, that he was wearing, that looked really good
1: you know that that lady she she's, she's credited as Fat Lady.
2: As Fat Lady? Oh,
1: yeah, the well, the that's the, not that, very that, nice. <laughs> Yeah, not at all, but that's exactly <laughs> how she's credited in the movie.
0: Sad. That's
1: messed up. Yeah. It's the 90s. <laughs> you know, fair
0: enough.
2: Yeah, I mean it tracks with all the other shit that they have cuz they have Burly Miner. The punk cabbie. (laughs) Yeah, so it's just very descriptive, but... (laughs) Yeah, so, like... I will say I did have a a few issues with that scene, and that's just because of acting. Like, why the hell would a mask start acting up like that? (laughs) Like... Like, uh, like a mask not working properly, like, I, I could totally get behind that, but the fact that he was, like, freaking out, like, eh, like, losing his mind, and then he, like, takes it off, and I'm like, wait, that was you? I thought it was, like, a full, like, robot suit or something. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize it was just the head. <laughs> so, but, I mean... Regardless of my like how I feel about the acting of that scene, <laughs> the <laughs> it looked incredible. Like everything looked incredible. I think the only only effect that I didn't care for, and it, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to call it an effect. Even it's more just like a filter. It's just the the red filter whenever they were yeah. in. On Mars, that was it. Was kind of got hard to look at after a while. So, honestly, I feel like that's my only complaint. Other than that, the effects were top notch.
1: And it's and with the ultra 4K watching it, it was like it, I was like, man, I can't really see any faults except for like when they had green screen parts. I was like, oh, you know, but that's green screen, period. Yeah, I mean
2: gr- green screen you're always going to have problems with, especially with older movies. And back then too, like I, f- I think they were still using matte paintings. So it wasn't even like gr- green screen. <laughs> um oh, what was the other one? I- oh. We still have not even like touched upon the mutants. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, those things are so gross. <laughs> um, wow, what's the name? Kuatu?
0: Isn't it Quado? Yeah, Quato. god damn it, I got it wrong again.
2: Quato. dude, did they just like borrow a Chucky? Dude, <laughs> I thought the same shit, <laughs> <laughs> and the Child's
0: Play too. When Ch- Yo, when Chucky's about to explode, I'm like, "Yeah, th- this is literally, him. <laughs> this is literally him."
1: Well, here uh, it almost felt like they used um, uh, the doctor that gave, was trying to give him the red pill. It almost, I almost felt like it was like a, a mini version of his face smashed down onto his side, just because of the way the shape of his head and the way he was talking. I was like, "Oh my god!"
2: Oh, that's true, dude. That was so gross. That was so, so
1: gross. Cool. His eyes, oh, though, it, that's what always threw me off. And why is he slimy? <laughs> Dude, oh, that shit.
2: was, it was so hard. The mutants were the toughest things to look at. Like, anytime that they were on screen, I, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: but realistic.
2: Yeah. And dude, and I don't know what it was, but when they when, um, I forget who sh- shot him. I think it, it might have been Richter or sh- when they shot Quado, like uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right through the head. Yeah, it oh. was like
2: uh, that was, it was like watching <laughs> an episode of like the the Pimple Popper and just <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: hilarious.
2: Like it almost like it had like that. It almost had a vibe of like shooting a baby. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so gross. And like anytime he was on screen, I'm just like, okay, we get it. (laughs) Freaking people out,
1: man. Oh my god! Have you ever seen that movie Airheads? Uh, no. That's a. Uh, I believe that's the cop that plays. If you well, if you ever get a chance to watch it, he plays a, a SWAT cop in that movie. The actor who was p- playing Quado, the actual person that had him attached to him.
2: Oh, okay. It, huh. Oh, D- does he have like? Is there gross shit in that one too?
1: No, no, no. Air, it, Airheads <laughs> is uh. It, it could you know no. Nah. Well, it, it has a funny gross scene, but uh, Airheads has Adam Sandler. Uh, Steve Buscemi and um, Brendan Fraser or Freer, Fra- Fra- I'll just say Fraser. Uh, all three of them in it, and they play a, they play a punk band or a metal band.
2: Oh, okay. I know the movie you're talking about. I just haven't seen it. Oh yeah. Okay, dude, I freaking yeah, love even Michael the guy Frazier. from
1: Seinfeld plays in it.
2: Oh really? That's awesome.
1: Yeah, Kramer. Kramer's in, I don't know his freaking real name, but you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: dude that uh oh. dude with just the, the visceral reaction that I had to the this movie's effects
1: just <laughs> <laughs> he, for those who can't see he's gagging <laughs> <laughs> oh. So even the sheer thought
2: <laughs> Yeah dude it was just it was any of the mutants they were just disgusting to look at
1: well, uh, you come to Tony. We were talking about is like his skin flat. Is like if you had a an emo haircut, but it was your skin that folded over your eye. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was a perfect. Oh my god! Presentation of it, dude. The, <laughs>
2: uh, the the costume designers on this just nailed it to a freaking T. Like that alone, I feel bumps... Like puts me in the 90s like the mutants alone just the (laughs) the the reaction i had to them and then everything else that they that they were able to do just like like you said just shy of like the big vast scenes where it was like the matte painting or the green screen or whatever the hell that they did way back when um but i don't think that brings it down too much for me
1: yeah but you know, I also want to make sure that we bring up the biggest thing that came out of this movie that actually ended up turning out to be uh, a little bit of real life is a uh, a woman with three boobs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't take we can't do this movie without speaking on it. You know what I'm saying? Because they look good. They weren't too high, they weren't too low. They were pretty perky and you know what? They look pretty syme- sy- symmetrical, you know what I'm saying? And you know, and Benny had a handful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he did. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, like, never seen this movie before, did not realize that that's what this, where that what that came from.
1: <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Like, I,
2: I, I know, like, I knew beforehand of the three-boobed alien chick, did not know it was from Total Recall.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's how much of a classic this is.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was... I feel like that was just like for for like people whose parents didn't pay attention to what the hell they watched. That was just like a fetish landmine.
1: Like, <laughs> a oh, I'm gem. in a weird shit now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm broken now. Because <laughs> I like this. <laughs>
2: uh, like oh, what is it? I feel like I've seen like a TikTok or something. They're just Like, whenever they see something weird like that, they're just like, why is this
1: boner? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) And, you know, and and as me saying this is real, a woman really got surgery to get three boobs just like that girl in the movie. Do for real? I'm not joking. I'm, that's why I said it. It, it came to fruition. It, it, that, that movie called it because it happened, and now somebody actually physically do it. I'm not saying Google it. I'm not saying search it, but you will find it. I'm good, yeah. I might need
2: a, more than that, but I need cool. verification. We'll, we'll figure that out later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, dial up that VPN. Okay. <laughs> wow.
2: And incognito mode. Yep. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Comcast, don't look at this one. <laughs>
1: so FBI, this is not me. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the
2: last thing I need to be put on a watch list. Because they're just oh, like, yeah, another on one. FBI's watch list.
3: <laughs> oh. I'm not
2: done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, oh. That was... Such good effects for this one, especially for how old this movie is.
1: Yeah. Early 90s. Like, literally, the the beginning.
2: Yeah. Like, I feel like this is, like, just what started just the the 90s era.
1: Yeah. Blockbusters. Shove everything in the kitchen sink in it.
2: (laughs) Dude, this. I feel like this is also, like, one of those movies that my dad would see on, like, HBO or whatever and be like, oh, I haven't seen this in years. Like, I can't wait to watch it. And then all of the shit, and he's like, oh, don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that happened with, uh, what movie was it? 16 Candles, I think. <laughs> what, we were watching that, and then it was just, like, sudden boobs, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you you don't know how hard that is to like sit down and start watching and enjoying something. And then like my, cause my youngest son is 10 and all my other kids are teenagers. So it, it is what it is, but my youngest son. So sometimes I'm sitting here enjoying it and then I'm watching it. And then I look over and then I can see him s- tensed up. Like, and I'm like, well, you've already seen it.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to Like,
0: <laughs> the trauma just has to start young. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: oh, dude, now that I'm thinking about it. I saw my first boobs when I was 6 with Halloween. Oh, wow. True.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it goes.
0: Okay, wow.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: I never thought of it like that. You can only hide it so much. Right. You know yeah. what? Fair enough.
1: Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Alright. So all the that's how you can tell a good movie is when it got a set of boobs just for no reason.
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, that's exactly what Sixteen Candles
2: was. It was just like something that they were watching on TV and then it like changed and like didn't address it the rest of the that's freaking it. movie.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know, visual has been has been dropped. <laughs> <laughs> And even then, too, like with a pair of boobs, I think that was still PG thirteen at that moment in time before it started getting anything started getting a hard R for any nudity.
2: Yeah. Um. Wait, what? When did Indiana Jones come out?
1: Um, Indiana Jones came out. Um, it, it like it's way after Star Wars, so. It had to be, like, 91?
0: 91? Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, I'm not touching
1: I, my computer, because I don't want nothing to fuck up. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you Because I think...
2: 81. 81. 81.
1: 81. Okay. Oh, shoot, man, then I was way off.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, because wasn't Raiders of the... Or not Raiders of the Lost Ark. The, um...
3: Oh, <phone rings> ah, what was the God first...
1: Man,
2: the, uh, yeah, it was Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That, I think, wasn't that the first movie that got a PG 13?
1: Yeah. Because of the, uh, the, the Nazis, uh, melting.
2: Yeah. Some so, shit. so this movie would have been was like good. right in that sweet spot. <laughs> it's true. It's true.
1: You know, with, with Indiana Jones being said, um, I was watching a TikTok not that long ago. They were like, you know, um, if you took out Indiana Jones, it would have still happened and everyone would have died.
2: <laughs> you know what? You know Dude, what? I've seen that and like just people <laughs> trying to dispute that is it's <laughs> hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's, it's its like, yeah, nothing's going to change that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so how uh, does the swordsman guy die then? That's the first one, right? Yeah. Because Doesn't Indy shoot him?
1: No, no, no. You're yeah. thinking of uh, uh, because the, the, the when the guy pulls out the sword and then he just whips out the gun, that's um, The Last Crusade with Sean Connery. That's the the, uh, the third oh, one. Oh,
0: yeah, that is. Oh, yeah, my bad. Where the guy's
1: all I'm fancy with this sword. He's like, I'm not, I'm too old for this. shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Are you sure that's Last Crusade?
1: Yeah, it's Last Crusade because remember he uh, he's on his way to get his dad, and then it uh, and they're trying to hide. Um... Or oh, wait, it, I'm pretty sure it's Last Crusade. It had no, no, because I'm thinking of the scene where he gets into the house. So it had to be. Um... I to I thought now. the
2: one where the dude was like was swinging it? the sword and everything and that he was. Shot him. Yeah, the, I I feel like that was Raiders because wasn't he trying to chase after. Uh... Marion? I'm trying to.
1: Yeah, because the girl yeah. was in, or there's always a girl in it. But I'm trying to think of the one where it is. Yeah, because um, I'm thinking of when he punched. I'm almost recalling the one where he punched the guy in the face with the newspaper, and that wasn't even indie.
2: Yeah, th- that one was in.
1: Uh, That's in the last Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. I always so, get those um, ones
2: confused, and I always like. Well, Temple Temple of Temple Doom, Doom
1: is in India. <laughs> And the, uh, so and, uh Raiders of the Lost Ark, so it was in Raiders of the Lost Ark because Raiders of the Lost Ark is when they're in the desert in Egypt uh, trying to find the artifact to actually find the location.
0: Yep. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I don't care what anybody says, Crystal Skull was a good one.
2: It's been a while since I've watched that, but I, I remember not Never hating it. Let's just hope number five is actually good.
1: <laughs> it should be. I hope Shia LaBeouf comes back.
2: I think you're in the minority
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you just got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Uh, Dude, if they
2: bring him back, that's gonna be a very interesting movie. Yeah.
1: Well, he's gonna be all tatted up, so
0: <laughs> I don't even think any movie studio wants to touch him right now. Yeah, he does. A well, lot when of you crazy, stuff, you're crazy,
1: you're crazy. Know? Yeah,
0: true. Yeah.
2: All right, getting back into effects for Total Recall, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I, I honestly, I feel I'm in the the high nineties for this one. Like, I think the the artists that worked on this just did an incredible job. And, like I said, the only thing I'm docking for is is green screen shit. Yeah. So I think I'm at... Uh, eh, screw it. I think I'm going to 96.
1: That's higher than me. I was giving it a 95.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, 95. All right, where are you at, Rose? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with Ben, 95, because think that freaking thing looked like Chucky, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved that so much. All right, well, that averages out averages
2: our effect score out to a 95.3. Nice. All right, next up, we got music, which there wasn't a
1: whole lot of. No, it's just dramatic, dramatic sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the um, at this moment, they didn't even really use any music except for whatever was in the background of the bar. But the 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 tension building that they used just with the orchestra music to to dramatize the action really sounded good. You know what I'm saying? It really added to the effect of urgency of what was happening.
2: Yeah, they did. They did a really good job of just matching the the tone. Yeah. of what they like the the drama that they were wanting for the scene but I'm always like I'm a big ass stickler <laughs> cuz I'm all, I'm always trying to think of like oh what's like super recognizable about this this theme song or just the score in general and I I don't feel like we got anything like that no so so this one's out of 10 and I think I'm I think I'm gonna be at a seven with this one. I don't have too much to say about it because it's just like it fit for the movie. It just wasn't like it wasn't Star Wars or Yeah <laughs> anything like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you on that seven because it's like it was it, it the, all they did was match the pace of what needed to be pushed.
0: Rose, where are you at? Uh, I'd give it a seven as well. I really don't have anything else to add. What you said. You nailed it perfectly. All right, next up we got costumes.
2: Which, freaking, the mutants, dude? Like, I'm going to have a hard time not giving this. It's a ten, Actually, me. Just, just it's, a ten yeah. it's a ten for yeah. you.
1: Then it's a ten across the board because... Uh, you yeah you can't beat that you know what i'm saying the costumes that and the prosthetics that they used it it definitely it, it pulled its weight
2: absolutely yeah i was actually going to go with a 9 but since we like round up here <laughs> yeah we're <laughs> we're going 10s across or just that's what we're giving it we're giving costumes a 10 all right all right so that averages us out to a 10 all right, last up, we got our own personal grade for this movie. So,
0: Rose, would you like to go first? I would love to. Um, so, overall, uh, I, I did enjoy this movie. I, I feel I probably didn't enjoy it as much as Ben and Caleb, um, just because I'm usually not into this kind of genre of film. But Schwarzenegger was a lot of fun to watch. You could tell he was having a good time. Um, the supporting cast is also very good, and the effects make this movie watchable. Like, you have to watch this movie for the effects alone, because they are just that freaking good. Um, so, I'm going to do, you guys are going to kill me, I'm going to go a solid 78. I mean, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah, um, me, that's I'm sure.
1: going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to give it a 98. I give it a 98 because it hits so hard for me. You know what I'm saying, and like I said, this is 100% nostalgia filter. I enjoy this movie. I watch this movie on a consistent basis. It's at least seen twice a month at a minimum in this house.
2: Yeah, I I can okay. definitely I like see why. Like, there's yeah. a lot of rewatchability to this movie. Like, and that's that's only having seen it the one time. But I I can definitely see myself going back and just trying to figure out these like little bits and pieces um or things that i missed like like the hell the way that richter and what's his face were firing the guns yeah they were like running forward like both hand, like
1: no, <laughs> was, like, no training yeah <laughs> uh, this isn't john wick <laughs>
2: Yeah, they couldn't get, like, a, a, cons- a weapons consultant or something. <laughs> just, like, a security guard could have just been like, okay, this is how you run with a weapon. Like, you could have gotten something. <laughs> but no, we got that. Which, oh my gosh! Like, one thing that we compl- I completely forgot to talk about that i wanted to bring up earlier i just didn't know where to bring it um we totally passed over that arnold used a civilian as a human
1: shield oh Oh, no i did mention it (laughs) oh i said i would do it myself you know (laughs) what i'm saying You know, Arnold being as huge as he was, he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm a spy now. <laughs> and he, he he didn't just use him a few times. Three different people shot at him oh. and hit that guy. And not one bullet hit Arnold. And then he you got to remember, he, he tossed him. He was like, "Up, oh, I'm done. And it literally just heaved him right onto the bad guys.
2: Dude, I I had to pause the movie and just like, <laughs> like laugh that that was hilarious I was like like it took me a second to realize wait that's not a bad guy that's just some rando (laughs) (laughs) and then he like grabs him and then freaking uses him as a Captain America shield and then tosses him to the (laughs) side I'm like holy shit like what (laughs) what is this (laughs) like that's that's the thing that got me like hooked on this movie like I am all in oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it was like out of everything in this movie, that stuck out to me the most, and then him getting uh crotch shot by Sharon Stone <laughs> twice. <laughs> I love it. Like it was just aggressive, <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, definitely a, a a shocker for or a nice surprise for me because I feel like there's just a lot of movies from that era are just slow or drag on, and uh, this movie just did a really good job at not doing that. <laughs> Um, So I'm personally going to be sitting at an 86, um, which averages our personal grade to an 87.3. So with that, that concludes this breakdown. So the final All Bros and Angry Dad score for Total Recall 1990 has come to a... Oh shit! Hold on, I messed up my <laughs> algorithm. God damn it, Caleb! I know. Shut up. <laughs> Why is this
1: not on the Don't worry, it's coming.
2: It's coming. One <laughs> second.
1: <laughs> you know, I was actually in a movie once. Oh yeah, yeah. I was in a horror movie. Oh, but I'm only in the. Uh, the uh director's cut
2: only in the director's cut what in, so director's cut. how did that happen
1: um just uh you know through mutual friends through the internet um a good buddy of mine introduced me to this horror movie called unlisted owner and you know it, it it's a a pov um and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And so I checked it out and then um, actually talked with the director. And he's also one of the stars in the movie and talked to him. So he he funded the movie himself, wrote the movie himself with a couple of buddies and filmed the whole. He literally did everything from start to finish. And then um, just from just being general friends with him, after, you know, just developing a, a friendship like over jalapenos and candied jalapenos of talking, he's like, I, I, I'm doing, I'm adding all these extra deleted scenes to my movie, and I want you to be in it, so he gave me about, like, I want to say about 50 seconds in the movie.
2: Dude, that is awesome. That
1: oh, is yeah, crazy. it's on Amazon Prime, but uh, the uh, to watch the the regular one, it's free, but to the director's cut, you got, it's like 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, dude. We might be in. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? <laughs> Unlisted owner. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, like, say on Amazon Prime, it's free, but it, the director's cut. It's the director's cut's pretty long, so you know what I'm saying. It's all the stuff that was cut out, and then a couple of like extra scenes added. Like myself, a couple other my podcast buddies, we all got added into the movie.
2: Dude, that Gosh, is that's awesome!
3: Awesome.
1: Oh yeah. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to use IMDb so I can just add my own uh, little blurb in there for it. <laughs> like I was in this movie, God damn it!
2: Oh, dude, that'd be epic! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> All right, I fixed the I fixed the the sheet. Um, so the final score for Total Recall 1990 has come to a B plus Nice. Yeah, so it is sitting at an 87.29%.
1: Okay. I'll take that.
2: Yeah, so that puts it... Comparing it to some other B-plus movies. That puts it below Detective Pikachu, which is at an 87.31%. Okay. Uh, is below Freaky... Which is at an 87.37. Uh, it's below How to Train Your Dragon, which is at an 87.5. It is below Parasite, which is at an 87.59. And then finally, it is below Raya and the Last Dragon, which is 87.81. And then Those are all solid movies. Yeah, and so it is sitting above. The Willoughbys, which is at an 87.24. Um, it is sitting above Psycho, which is at an 87.10. It, it's above the original Halloween.
0: I quit. I'm out.
1: <laughs> well, hey, my scores <laughs> brought it above, so you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> oh, dude, you go. I'm just giving uh, Yeah, so that, that puts it. It is also above Nobody, which is at an 87.
1: And I love that movie too. Oh, that movie is so good. So good.
2: And then it is also above In the Heights, which is at an 86.81. Alright. That one stings. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think it has a pretty decent home. Like, the margins on this are like Super tight. Like, I mean, hell, you have to go one, two. How many movies is that? You have to go eight movies above before you even get a full percentage. Yeah. Away. Wow. And then it's probably like less or more going down.
1: So you see, it's like Slab Dad in the middle, then.
2: Yeah, then it's eleven movies down before it's even a full percentage away. <laughs>
1: wow. that 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 is tight.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the margins are are super close, but I mean, this is how we rank them. So, I think it has a pretty decent home, though. I think a B plus is well deserved for for this movie.
1: I agree with that statement. All
2: right. Well, yeah. So that concludes
0: this week's breakdown, Rose. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably help if I actually, you know, did my freaking job. Yep. Um <laughs> Shut your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ben, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you?
1: Yes, uh, I'm the angry motherfucking dad You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube You want to listen to it? Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud Deezer, iHeartRadio My shit is there where you can easily fucking find it Rate, review, like, subscribe And guess the fuck what? This is the All Bros
0: Freaking hell yeah I wish I could talk that fast (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, highly recommend the Angry Dad Podcast I love it I listen to it on my commute to work it's a, it's a good time, and like like your promo said, it is a, it is a uh, verbal kick in the ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah,
2: but something I definitely need in, in my life.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's like even one of the reasons why I started the podcast, because like I've been through literally the bullshit of all the life. I'm like, if I can spread a little advice out there to kind of change people's attitudes on how to fucking be... Then guess the fuck what? I did my fucking job.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, God. dude, I have so oh many God. things in my life like that where it's it's like your your show where it's just like people not being nice about shit you need to be doing. Like I yeah. there's a, a guy on TikTok, I follow the badass counselor, and he's talking about like you need to get over your shit. And this like walks like how you need to do it. And he's like, do this, like you'll be fine. And then I like listen to your show, and the, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just like needing to get my ass handed me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it right now. Yeah, it, once you once you step once you step past that part, it's like fuck yeah, I got this shit. <laughs>
2: So cannot recommend it enough. Hell, that's why the, the promo still in, in the rotation. <laughs> and I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you like what you heard on this episode and want to uh, listen to more of not only, well, you know, go check out Ben's, Amazing Voice at his podcast, but if you want to hear mine and Caleb's amazing voices as well more often, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and so much more. If you can't find us, then y'all need to rethink where you listen podcasts, cause you're listening somewhere where you probably shouldn't be listening to podcasts. Um, if you prefer to listen on YouTube, you can catch all of our episodes on there. Um, if you want to um, check out our social media, as well as um, DM us on there, where you can answer our questions of the week, um, when and if we actually post them. <laughs> we haven't posted one of those in like a month, yeah, <laughs> or a couple months, um, probably. <laughs> right. Um, but so those are facebook.com forward slash the all bros twitter and instagram at the all bros um, and also
1: tiktok at the all bros um, which so. I abuse <laughs> <laughs> someone's getting them and they're getting all of them
2: <laughs> yeah I think you're sending them to mine or well yeah, you are sending them to mine <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> dude I freaking love them I watch every single one
1: <laughs> uh, I do the same thing all day long <laughs>
0: Um if you want to email us, um if you would prefer to answer our question of the week that way, or if you want to uh be on our uh be on an episode, that is a great way to contact us. You can also contact us through that social media, but our email is theallbroschannel at gmail.com. If you want to check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the where you can get to know us a little more. Um and you can also uh that is the best place to uh get some merch because um, no matter how many times uh, we try to put it, well, no, I don't think we ever fought it, but whatever Caleb puts up on T public, it seems to always get taken down for copyright, which makes no sense because it doesn't, whatever. Cause I do everything you
2: know, from scratch. <laughs> exactly. Studios are assholes.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend using our uh, customization uh, tab that we have on our website you'll actually be able to get the shit that you want. But if you don't want to do that, um you can check out our um store at tbubbook.com forward slash user forward slash the all channel. Uh next week on the podcast, we'll be breaking down the Batman. So her, her wow, I hope it's good. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I mean the reviews have been amazing, so at least there's that. You know, all I'm counting on just because Paul Dino is such an amazing actor, I'm really hoping that he delivers with the Riddler. Really hoping. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so unless you two have anything else to add, no. Nope. All right. Well, then this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan.
2: Nah, I'm Caleb.
0: And I'm the Angry and Dad. And- sorry i should have paused for like two seconds longer i'm sorry it's all
1: right it's all right <laughs> i was waiting oh. i was like fuck it i'm jumping in <laughs> i love it uh and we will see
0: you guys next week deuces oh asshole see I'm ya <laughs> week come on we gotta hear your herbert no <laughs> buzz